All right. I'm just going to talk about what happened during the week this week. Not too much going on. It's been a challenging week, but it's a challenging week for a lot of people. So let's get on with the show. Keeping that hammer down all across the nation. Checking cities off his list. Sharing stories of the road right here on his station. You are listening to the Kingfish. Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network. Mm. Expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish right here. All right, I'm just going to ramble, I guess. Not too much. Uh, you know, this week, seen a lot of, for me, the freight's still rolling. Nothing's really changed too much as long as far as freight goes. The thing I've been seeing is a lot of rest areas are closed. I saw a bunch in Nebraska. I saw a bunch in, you know, uh, everywhere else. Colorado seemed to be open. I didn't see any issues with that. Uh, I don't know. You know, things haven't are starting to take a turn. I went to the grocery store today, and there was a lot of bare shelves. There wasn't much on the shelf. Uh, but there was a lot of other stuff, you know, a lot of rice, beans, flour. You know, a lot of the essentials, a lot of frozen goods. Uh, things that were missing were a lot of meats, a lot of frozen things. You know, as far as, like, the meats and things and chicken. It seemed like the chicken aisle was pretty devastated. There were some limits on rice and stuff like that. But the store I go to, Woodman's up here in Wisconsin, they're pretty big, and they're, every store is part of their warehousing network. So they're pretty good at stocking things. Usually it's a 24-hour store. But what they've been doing is they're closing at night. I think it's like the last person get in is 9.30, and then they open back up at 7. When I got in there, the line was huge. Yeah, I got in pretty fast, went through, got what I needed to get, tried to get some things. You know, because, uh, you know, maybe it's not a big deal. Maybe it is a big deal. You know, of course, don't buy fruit cocktail. Like I said before, don't buy six months of fruit cocktail if you don't like fruit cocktail. You know, buy the things that you actually like. Buy the things that you're actually going to use. And I like, you know, some things. And, yeah, I went to try to get the longest expiration day possible and everything. And, you know, I got rice and beans and things like that. And it's stuff we eat anyway. It's just I get a lot more than I usually get because the lines were so bad. And, you know, I made my way through the store and got, uh, you know, all the stuff I needed. Cat food. Oh, my God. I got lucky. They had some cat food left. There was three bags, you know, 10-pound bags. You know, I, I like my cats, okay? I'll, I'll be the first to admit it. And uh, knowing that they're taken care of is one less thing I have to worry about. Making sure. Now I'm going to be over the road like most drivers. And, you know, we're going to be hammering down. And we're going to be on the public. But... The biggest threat to us, I think, is going to be up in our break rooms, surrounded by other drivers. So I'm going to try to limit myself around these guys. I, I eventually think I'm going to get it sooner or later. You know, the terminal isn't that great on cleaning things up, and they don't seem to be taking it quite seriously. And not as seriously as I would like anyway. Actually, it doesn't feel like they're doing anything. Of course, they did say that they were limiting the um, uh, visitors to the corporate office in my trucking company. And I just thought to myself, wow, we're a nationwide carrier and you're going to limit visitors to the corporate office and this is going to protect me. How? 
you know, maybe some more hand sanitizer on, the, on each table, maybe uh, on the tabletops where, where we're doing our paperwork and stuff like that. Maybe some countertop cleaner, some uh, rags, you know, or paper towels we clean off. I'll, I'll clean it off myself. I don't care. I think most drivers would, you know, put a, three or four bottles on each table. Drivers will clean it up. You know, we can't wait on the cleaning crew to come in there because we don't know what they did or didn't do. Same with the truck. Uh, we slip seat. Slip seating basically means that I'm going to be getting out of my tractor. I'm going to be getting in another tractor at the end of the week. Now, most guys, they slip seat on a regular basis. I personally think that the company should assign a tractor uh, and have the driver clean. You know, he'll clean it out, do everything he can, and they keep it for the week. You know, it'll minimize the exposure. For the sleeper guys, they'll take it and they'll use it for a week, and then they're going to get out of it. Well, these sleeper trucks, you know, you're going to live in these things for a week at a time. So, yeah, they're, they're going to be a germ fest. There's no way you can clean these things out. I would prefer they start assigning tractors. I'm lucky. I've been here long enough. I have a run where I have an assigned tractor. Most people don't have that. Uh, I want to keep the spotters and the hustlers out of my truck. I don't want them in my truck. I've cleaned the truck. I don't want to have to clean it again. I don't know where they've been. You know, it's, you know, I'm not saying they're dirty people or anything. It's just that your, you know, your, your exposure is two to 14 days and I don't want it. And I don't want to take it home. You know, I have too many uh, people around me. My mother-in-law just had a double mastectomy. I'm not going around her. I'm not going around my mom. She's, you know, 39, like 40 times now. You know, I'm not, I'm not going around those people. I'm going to stay away from them. I have a brand new grandchild. Is it a serious thing? I don't know. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't, but I'm not going to go give it to him and then go find out it is. So I'm staying away from all these people. Uh, my wife, we live in a, we live in a two bedroom apartment. You know, we're trying to, trying to live with things. If she got sick, oh my God, it would kill me. I couldn't imagine that. And you know, if she got sick and then I had to go to work, oh, oh, that would be horrible. Or if I got sick and then she had to take care of me and I couldn't go to work, that would be horrible too. Because she's got enough to worry about with her mom and everything. So that's what's going on here. Um, just going to deliver freight. Honestly, drivers, you know, there's people that listen that want to drive. But, you know, honestly, drivers, I think the most patriotic thing that you can do is deliver freight. Delivering the freight is the most patriotic thing you can do. It's keeping the country rolling. It's, you know, giving these handouts they're going to give. That's not going to keep things rolling. What's going to keep things rolling is if drivers making sure that those deliveries are delivered, making sure that the people get the food and the items they need, you know, making sure they get the water, whatever supplies they need to keep going. The drivers are going to be the backbone of this country right now. The Literally, the country is, is going into an economic crisis, and it's going to be up to the drivers to pull us through it's it's I, you know maybe i'm just self-righteous because i am a driver but the truth is is that it's more important than ever that we haul ass we get the sh you know we get the stuff there on time <coughs> oh excuse me i had a cough uh, you know what i'm not gonna edit it because this is real but those are the important things we need to worry about we need to take care of these things nothing else matters right now you know get the stuff there on time don't drag ass don't delay. Don't play games. You know, get it there as fast as you can get it. There's people waiting on the stuff you need. And it could be life or death medical supplies. It could be groceries. You know, if the stores are shelved or the stores are fully uh, stocked, less people are going to panic. Panic is what's going to hurt us more than anything. You know, th the symptoms 
will destroy us long before the disease. So the best thing we can do to prevent panic is to make sure we're fully stocked. Make sure everything's taken care of. You know, most of us are going to be just fine. It isn't that this is such a deadly disease. I mean, it does kill people. The problem is, is that it hits us all at once. And there's not enough ventilators, and it's a respiratory disease. There's not enough ventilators to go around. And so they want to slow it down. They want to slow this thing down so that we can, you know, they can figure things out and figure out how this thing works. And I have no problem with that. I'm all for it. I'm putting my trust in the CDC. You know, the Center for Disease Control, I'm putting my trust in them and the medical personnel. And I think these guys are the, the warriors on the front line. I think, you know, with, without them, we'd be in a lot of trouble. We really need these guys. They're the ones who are going to tell us how to understand this thing. So as far as trucking goes, you know, the hours of service got lifted for people doing vital, vital supplies type stuff, medical, emergency supplies, things like that. You know, if you have medical supplies, don't mess around. Don't horse around. Go deliver this stuff. Get it there. Get it to those doctors. Get it to those nurses as fast as you can. Maybe it'll make a difference in somebody's life. Maybe it won't. I don't know. Nobody will thank you. Nobody will thank you as a driver for doing it. But you know what? You know you did the right thing, and, and that's what's important. All right? Nobody's ever going to thank you for making a delivery. Okay? You can get that through your head right now. But, and it's a big but, you know that you did something. And if you can take satisfaction out of that, the fact that you did your job and you did it quite well and you did it successfully and it'll affect people's lives. That does it really do you need to hear it from somebody? You know, you did it. That's all that matters. It does. You don't need anybody to tell you, you know, a big thank you. All you need is, you know, the fact that it's done. Now, keep in mind, drivers, as you're driving across the country, you're going to see a lot of road uh, businesses closed. This is going to affect us. You know, uh, restaurants, it's only going to be drive through. Well, my truck doesn't fit through the drive through. But if that's what it takes, I load up on food before I leave out. Some guys are out two, three weeks longer, you know, at a time than I am. So they can't really have that luxury. So generally, what I'll do is I walk up to the drive through window. I've done this in the past. And I'll say, oh, you can't go through the drive through, you know, unless you got a vehicle. And I point at the truck and I go, well, all right, I'll drive through, but you better hold on to something. And then I point at the truck. <laughs> Usually they help me out. Ask me to stand over on a side and they'll bring me something. You know, it usually works that way. But, you know. But anyway, at the grocery store, everybody was pretty calm. It was just a big, huge line. Uh, the only time I had a problem was I went and got some flour. And when I picked up the flour, uh, a little flour dust from the bag, it spilled out. And, and I inhaled it as, as I was picking up the bag. And I started coughing from the dust and, you know, the flour dust. And, uh, oh, by the way, my, my wife... She makes the best bread. Oh, my God. She makes awesome bread. That's why I got the flour. Anyway, um, I started coughing a little bit, and all these people around me started freaking out, and they just started moving away real quick. And I'm like, yeah, it's just a flour. Calm down. You know, just the flour. Just calm down. So everybody calmed down after that. But we were in the line for the grocery store probably about... No, oh, I don't know, about an hour. Went all the way across the front of the checkout and then all the way down the side and all the way around the back. It was one big, long line. But I must admit, the store was very courteous. They were well-stocked. They you know, they handled it quite well. Uh, the people in line were very polite. Uh, everybody was sitting around talking, and it was, you know, we were there for over an hour, so we all got to know each other. And we were sharing stories. And, like, one lady, she was telling me about how she worked in a food pantry. And, you know, she was, you know, they are having people pull up, and they are giving them food, and, you know, they're not coming in like they normally do. And 
And I was just thinking to myself, well, here's this woman, you know, she's a little bit older and, you know, she's really, you know, she's volunteering at her church and, you know, she's going out and she's making sure people are being fed. And I thought that was awesome. I just really think it's awesome. I think right now we're going to see the worst and we're going to see the best of people. The worst is going to be uh, the panickers, the hoarders, uh, the big time hoarders, you know, people who buy like baby milk, that don't need baby milk, baby formula, don't need baby, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, that's the worst of it. We're going to see maybe some violence here and there. And then the best of it's going to be like this woman who was helping, you know, people that are hungry. It's going to be like those people in line that were all very polite. And everybody, you know, nobody threw a fit. And it was, well, this is Wisconsin. We don't do that. But that's going to be the best of people. You know, you're going to see the worst and you're going to see the best. And I like to think that there's going to be some isolated bad. But for the most part, most Americans are going to step up to the plate and do what they, you know, do what they think is right and what's patriotic. And, I, and I'm really, I really think that's going to happen. Even though the bad guys will stick out like a sore thumb, the good guys are going to outnumber the bad guys big time. Because that's who we are as a people. We are a people. We are a collection of people from all over the world. And we are full of nationalities and cultures from all over the place. And we have a lot to learn from each other. Uh, if I don't think it'll get truly bad. If it gets truly bad, I'm going to go talk to the Amish. And, uh, you know, see, <laughs> I'll go buy some food from them. Because, you know, they're stocked up, ready to go. But, you know, things are just... Uh, out of hand it really just goes to prove how reliant we are in the just-in-time delivery system and you know the the whole network of shopping and what have you but you know what are you going to do but like i said as for me i'm going to keep trucking nothing's really changed much just mostly rest areas and restaurants are closed truck stops are staying open so that's good and hopefully my company is going to start taking this more seriously uh because uh if they don't i don't think i'm going to be around here much longer i think i might jump ship because, uh, you know, we got people going all over the all over the country, talking to other people from all over the country, sitting in these break rooms. And I, I'm seeing everybody else taking this serious, and these guys aren't. And I think it's a joke. You know, their their big claim to fame is we close visitors to the to the corporate office. A corporate office, by the way, that I never go to, because I'm delivering freight myself. So you know, I I don't think that's going to help me. So, I don't know. I'm going to reevaluate my situation with this company. I've been here 18 years, going on 19 years. I really don't want to leave, but I don't think they're giving me much choice. This is the way they're going to they're going to treat something like this. It's maybe it's time to move on. So, I don't know. I'll keep you guys updated and see what happens, but that's all I got for now. Uh, I've been ranting for quite a while. I'm going to get going. Uh, I got to take a shower, pack my bags, and get ready to go to work. Going to California in the morning. So it's going to be a long trip, but I'll, you know, keep an eye and see what happens. But like I said, take care of your loved ones, stick together. If you're quarantined, you know, just watch some movies, play some board games, play some cards, figure something out, get to know members of your family you haven't talked to in a while at this close. People are quarantined. My 13-year-old niece is quarantined. Uh, she's locked in her bedroom, basically. She can only leave to use the restroom. Yeah, she was exposed to the virus, and hopefully she'll be fine. You know, I know my brother's freaking out about it a little bit, and rightfully so. What are you going to do? You know, just the way it is. But at that time, I think that those kind of things are going to happen more and more. But, you know, just take care of each other. You know, basically what it comes down to, 
the most patriotic thing you can do is look out for each other and don't be a dick. That's that's what you need to do right now. Look out for each other. And if you look out for each other, we will come out of this stronger. Because we are a work in progress. And we will learn from this. And if it happens again, we will be better for it. So, anyway, that's my rant on this. And, you know, I hope you guys are doing all right. If you got any stories, call me. 414-666-1926. Leave a message. It's a Google voicemail. So you can, you know, I'm not going to pick that up. Just leave a message there. And I'll play it back in the show. If you got something you want to talk about or you see something extreme over the road, let me know. Also, email me at kingfishcafe at gmail.com. You know, in the subject line, just uh, type in TWK so I'll know it's for the show. And we'll put it in the show. Uh, if you come on here and it isn't rude, I'll uh, I'll put it on here. I'll put the clip on and I won't edit you. You know, unless you tell me um, something that you don't want on the show. So if you say, if you call in the hotline and you say something, uh, you know, let me know that you don't want that set put on the show and I won't play the whole clip. Otherwise, I'll put on, most of the time, I'll just put on everything you say. You know, as long as it's relevant to what we're talking about. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to mess anybody up. Or if you want to come on a show, I'll do a show Wednesdays. That's when I'm home most times. But being a sleeper driver, over the road sleeper driver, my, my schedule's kind of erratic. I never know when I'm going to get in, when I'm not going to get in. Uh, I got in like well, probably three in the morning uh, Wednesday because we were so late coming in and then I was shopping seven in the morning. So I had been up for quite a while. I had to take a nap. So sometimes, you know, you got to play it by ear. I'd love to do more interaction. We're definitely going to get Patrick on here more often. I want to get Patrick and Lulu on here at the same time. I think that'd be fantastic. They both know each other and uh, I think they'd be great. Uh, Pat is just... Uh, you know, I just love a show. We live on a planet. Pat does. We live on a planet. And uh, recently up in New York, they outlawed plastic bags. And so Pat had a bunch of reusable bags made up with his logo on it. And he was giving them out at the grocery store. And I just thought that was genius. What a, you know, what a, you know, what a perfect thing. He's a really nice guy. He loves, you know, you know, we live on a planet. It tells you basically everything you need to know. We're here. You should take care of each other. It's a great thing. And so he was giving out the bags, and he wouldn't take donations from people. He just said, hey, take the bag. You know, this will help you out. And sometimes people thought he was up to something, but he wasn't. He's just hes just what you see is what you get. He's just a real nice guy. And Lulu does uh, uh, Cafe Lulu. Uh, you can find her on, you know, look for her on a podcast or whatever, or uh, Stitcher, iHeart, and all that kind of stuff. I'm pretty sure she's over there. I catch her on iTunes. You know, I, that's where I listen to her at. Uh, the Apple podcast feed and she's you know I'd say most of the time she's really good and then a good portion of her time she's just amazing so um, it just depends on how you what kind of mood she's in because she, she can go back and forth but she's definitely worth listening to especially when she's got an audience and you know she knows people are listening she took a big break so she's rebuilding her audience but we'll definitely have her on again she was a lot of fun to talk to. And I want to do more stuff like that, especially with drivers. Uh, one person I really want to talk to is I want to talk to Troy and uh, Ruthann from CDL Life. I talked to them on the phone uh, off recording, and I've listened to their show a little bit. Here's, here's what I would... I was doing this podcast thing, and I was purposely avoiding all the other trucking podcasts because I wanted to do my own thing, and I wanted to find my own voice. 
So I recently, I think, I think I got this down pretty good. So recently I just started listening to the CDL Life episode. And I want to, I always listen to the very beginning because I like to see how things evolved. And at the very beginning, um, you know, it's pretty good, but it's, it, I don't know, it's, it's, it's better now. I, I like the, the Ruth and uh, Troy combination. I think they play off each other so well, you know, and they complement each other so well. It's, it's really good. Um, I wish I had a, a regular co-host. I wish I could get my wife on here. She's a beautiful, oh my God, she has an amazing, beautiful voice, but she doesn't want to do it. So, you know, maybe I could, you know, cause it's easier to play off of somebody than it is to just ramble on. And so that's what I was hoping for, but, uh, maybe that'll happen in the future, but hopefully I'll, you know, one of these days I'll get on their show and I can get them on here, but I think they're just fantastic. Yeah, they've been, and they've been doing it for a long time, a little longer than me. They've been doing it since like 2016, I believe. At least that's their earliest episode. You know, those guys just really nail it. Uh, the only difference is, is that I think they did a lot more, Troy did a lot more in like New York and stuff like that. And he's a more of a solo driver, if I'm not mistaken. I'd have to ask him. Whereas I'm more of a team driver. So our styles of driving are completely different because as a team driver, um, you know, I have to be a little bit more aware of where I'm doing. I have to be more cautious. I have to be more smooth. You know, it's just a whole different style of driving. Uh, I, I'm not sure. There's probably trucker podcasts out here that have more miles than me driven. But as far as I know, sleeper drivers, I don't think anybody's really a dedicated sleeper driver that does a podcast. I could be wrong. And I think I'm, I'm going up almost 3 million miles. It should be pretty close to it. So I think that I'm probably the highest mileage sleeper guy in podcasting, sleeper truck driver in podcasting. I could be wrong. If I'm wrong on that, call me. Let me know. You know, because I don't want to say I am if I'm not. You know, because there's plenty of drivers more miles than me, but I don't think anybody's podcasting that does it because it's hard to do it because it's real time consuming. You know, as far as because you're always driving or sleeping. So I think I'm the number one mileage uh, trucking sleeper podcast. There may be other drivers with more miles than me, but none in a sleeper. I, I highly doubt it anyway. So that's all I got. Let's go see if we can find a song and we'll end this and uh, see what happens. So, all right, stay safe, stay out of trouble. I gotta stay out of. I gotta work on those S's, I guess, huh? Stay out of trouble and uh, deliver the freight. You know. Just watch out. Just deliver the freight. That's all you can do. All right. You're the backbone. You're the important people right now. You know, what you do is important. And like I said, nobody's going to thank you. But you know what? You don't need it. Because you know you did a good job. And that's all that counts. All right. Kingfish out. Stay beautiful. Peace out.
so come